What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Sweat and Grime. Unfortunately, tonight we are a man down again. Uh, Rick is no man longer down. He's he's not with us tonight. He is actually moving equipment around for a job that we just started today. That turned out to be a giant disaster. So you are here with Matt Motherfucking Totten. What's up, everybody? And you got myself, Brian, here on the microphone. And then on the phone we have Kelly McClellan of. Hello. Several organizations of which she will tell us about now. <laughs> <laughs> so I am a 25-year member of Local 101, IULE here at Hitsy, International okay. Union of Operating Engineers. Whoop, whoop. Nice. Whoop, whoop. Um, I've worked for Clarkson Construction Company for six or seven years now. Wow. Um, in the dirt world, that's basically a 40-year career. World. Yeah, right. <laughs> In the dirt world. Yeah. Um, I'm also the secretary of our local tradesman organization, Heartland Women in Trades. I am a co-founder of Tradeswomen Building Bridges. And that um, is what just, just took you to Europe, correct? Yes. Yeah. That, we went to London for a couple of weeks for, well, it was 11 days of events and we the logistics for that it feels like four months yes. <laughs> right yes <laughs> and i am also a co-chair of the action committee of the national task force on trades women's issues very interesting I so, like and it. i sit on our ieoe Le- sisters leadership committee too so would you Welcome say back. you have a bit of a passion for women in construction um yeah just a little consumes my world <laughs> just yeah. a wee little bit so before we get into how you got into doing all of that, could you kind of start us off with how did you even get into the industry? What inspired you to get into construction? Um, yeah, so uh, I was in my 20s, mom, I was making, I don't know, $7 an hour working at my father-in-law's print shop. What was that? <laughs> and your shop? And his print, print, print shop. Oh, oh print, print shop. shop. I thought like you said pot shop. Like print, I was like, like didn't oh. you say you're from the, like, Oklahoma, Kansas, yeah. Kansas area? Can- well, Kansas will little. never have pot yeah. shop. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think ever. Um, print shop, printing, you know, copies and printing and stuff. Um, and so my cousin at the time, she, we were cousins by marriage, she worked for a local t- construction company and she was making almost $20 an hour and she was outside and she got to go to job sites. I was like, how'd you get your job? She's like, oh, I just answered an ad in the paper. And you're, I was like, you're dating yourself a little bit there. Yeah. Right. I know. In the what? I know, right? In the classifieds. What? The classifieds. A paper. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I, I just happened to mention to her that I thought it looked like it'd be fun to operate one of those skid steers. And she's like, really? My mom's an instructor at the training center for the operators. Boom. And I applied the next month. That's and awesome. It was, I was April in 96. And then I was hired in August. Wow. And, nice. And so yeah. uh, did you get to run your skid steer? Oh, yeah. Kind of speaking of, that's what I get to do tomorrow. Well, there you go. <laughs> Let's button this one up and call yeah, it done. Yeah, cool. We finished it up. <laughs> Life goal achieved. Yeah, full circle. And I will tell you, it is fun. I love my job. I love operating equipment. So no, is that work. what you do on a daily basis? You're an operator? Yes. All right. Yep, that's all I do. And I, it's union, so. Yeah. And what are you primarily operating these days? Um, these days, a skid steer. Tomorrow, I'll be on the skid steer, and I have a couple of pads I have to roll in. Okay. Um 
today I was in a big cat 735 dump truck. Yeah. Heck yeah. Some dirt. Um, Articulated dump truck for yeah. those who are unaware. Yes, the wiggle, wiggle, aren't those the old wiggle wagon? Crazy driving around. Wiggle wagon. I've never heard it called a wiggle wagon. No, I have. I love that. My Canadian sisters call it that. Love the wiggle wagon. It's like it's yeah. like the people in UK they call electricians Sparkies, and I think that is the most incredible nickname for a trade. Like that is yeah, awesome. They call them here. Do they Carpenter's call them Sparkies? Yeah, I've never heard them called Sparkies over yeah. here. That's what they I always call yell Carpenter's when Chippies. Oh, do they really? Chippies. Mm-hmm. Man, and apparently I just don't spend enough time around the other. Trades. Yeah, the building trades. You know, they got it all. Yeah, apparently. you're just learning. You know what? Why are you converting over to dirt then? <laughs> I, I, I don't know it yet. That's why. So I'm going. You know, I'm just going. <laughs> So I've worked in the building trades. I've worked. I've worked on a concrete plant. I've worked in asphalt crews. I've worked on. I've ran cranes. I've ran forklifts on building jobs. I've ran elevators on a building jobs. How interesting is it to be the elevator operator? Uh, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I would some interesting uh, people. The most. Well, no, yes, you do get. The nice people are really cool, but the assholes are really run it for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's the most thankless job ever. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. Until until that gate opens up and that uh, cart is not there and they walk in. Then, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> they realize how thankful they are that you're operating it and you put it where it needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, I liked it. Um, when I, when you didn't have to deal with, you know, the jerks, cause it's just, I mean, it, I, when I was doing that, I did it for like about four years and then I got laid off and we'll talk about that. And then <laughs> I put my name on the books cause that's how you do it when you're union and you, and I got a call to go back to work dirt and I will never go back to the building side. I don't think yeah. I love dirt. Suck yeah. on it, Matt. Hey, I- <laughs> I, I got know, nothing sorry. against any. I try trades. to shit on Matt all, right? any chance I get when when it comes to building trades versus dirt. Yeah. It, dirt's just better. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can make a, an ass ton of money in the building side, yes. especially when you're working union. It was like the two weeks before I went to London, we didn't work because of rain. Yeah, I mean, like six inches of rain, like three inches a week. Yeah, so you're just sitting at home waiting and waiting yeah. and waiting. And then I'm like, is there any chance I'm going to work before I go to London so I can make some cash? Yeah, and he's like, right? yeah, probably not. <laughs> Meanwhile, the electricians are sitting in their air-conditioned, small, you know, living space that was provided them per their union contract. And <laughs> betcha. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's, it's I love dirt. I can, I don't, can't see my dose going back but i mean if there's something happened and i needed to i would but yeah it's not where my heart's at so You're right back in that elevator uh, there you go <laughs> that elevator just, sounds I like i literally just cringe <laughs> yeah that sounds like a great way to make a 14 hour day stretch into a 40 hour well, work week it definitely has its highs and lows Oh yeah. God, that was, I, I don't even have like a sound effect. I wish I did. Oh, that was such a good damn joke. <laughs> so bad. So bad joke. One so I've good. heard a lot. Right. <laughs> so, uh, are you heavy civil, residential? What kind of, uh, what kind of excavating and dirt work do you do? Um, on the job I'm on today and tomorrow, we are, um, residential. We're, uh, we are building these patio houses. Patio build, house. Well, the pad, so like a patio home is a house without a basement. All right. 
And so it's just, there's just, there's 75 of them right now. So slab on grades. Slab on grades. Yeah. And so we're building the roads and the pads for the houses. And then our, we have a, a pipe crew that came in and did all the pipe. So we're doing all the backfilling around that and, and retaining ponds and whatever. And so this is a residential job. How big is the site? Um, well, there's probably going to be 75 houses that are 1,500 square feet. I don't fucking know. All right. All right. So about like <laughs> 50 acres or so? Three roads. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the second phase of this job. So gotcha. I think there might be a third, but I'm not real so that's sure. A pretty good, pretty good hunk of property. Yeah. And if I wasn't going to Florida next week, we or when I get back, I'll go to, um, it's called Paragon. It's a big soccer complex. So it's commercial. All right. <laughs> but then we finished um, Turner Diagonal, which is a high, heavy highway job. And then we got going up to Kearney to probably overpass up there. So we do it all. Gotcha. Awesome. And this is all within the same company, or are you actually yep. bouncing companies? Nope. Gotcha. Same company. Interesting. So you got your hands in everything. That's pretty good, you know, for uh, operator like staying with the same, you know, same company. You know, instead yeah. of bouncing around to you know job to job, company to company. That's pretty pretty spectacular. Well, like I've yeah, like I've said the last twenty five years, I've done all of it. Yeah, and, exactly. Um. I suppose, I mean, I've worked for a couple other companies in there, like in the winter when you get laid off mm-hmm. in dirt. I went and worked to shut down at our Ford plant, um, done some stuff like that. But I'm old now, <laughs> and I don't mind having my winters off. <laughs> yeah, <right>? absolutely. <laughs> so, um, well, it seems like you got your, you know, pretty much every second of your life tied up with all those other hats you're wearing. You know, when do you have time for family? That is true. How do you do that working a full time dirt job? Um, AirPods. Oh, oh so when <laughs> well, you're in a skid steer, you're just, uh, you know, making phone calls, rocking on your AirPods. There you go. All right. I don't know how many meetings I've done or don't tell my boss. <laughs> well, you you <laughs> just told them. Yes, technically. Because right? he's listening to oh, this, he, right? He's one of our top mm-hmm. followers. What's I'm the statute sure of limitations on that one? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, What's your boss? I, it's mold? hands-free, so I think I'm good. All right. Yeah. It's following yeah. OSHA guidelines, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> so how did you kind of, I guess, where did your passion for women in construction really come from? What What's driven that and, and kind of where do you, what, what do you plan on doing over time? What's your overall goal? Uh, to raise the number of women in construction. I kind of, I right. kind of walked right well, into like that, that one. But. Let's, do <laughs> long, let's do the long yeah, so, version so of that. Long, okay. So the long version, since we have a little time. Oh, little time. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, we're excited about know. it too. I'm going to Florida this weekend. I don't have unlimited time. But okay, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bit. Speed yeah. it up. <laughs> <laughs> we so um, the North American Building Trades. I'm mm-hmm. um, not going to explain who they are. They have oh, a they women's conference every year. So it's called Trades Women Build Nations, and I went to Chicago in 2016, and there was more than 2,000 tradeswomen there, and you just get inspired. That's a pretty powerful there's, meeting. There's that many of you guys in the industry. You should go to <laughs> Tradeswomen right. Build Nations. Yeah, right. In October, because there'll be close to three thousand of us. Wow. At the next one, they it's grown up to about three thousand. That is now. awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Applaud you for that. Um, and no, there's 
that's only a minute number of us mm-hmm. yeah. that actually are but, involved. But to have that go, many you know. involved and active, yeah, I mean, you're mm-hmm. already drawing from a very small pool of, of mm-hmm. individuals, but then yeah. to have that many of them getting involved and active, that's, that's incredible. Yeah. Well, I think social media has helped that, which, you know, you always hear social media is horrible for everything. Right. But it's not because we have this great network. I thought 25 years I would have had this network. My career would have gone a lot easier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd have had a girlfriend to, to bullshit with. Yeah. What, are you, instead, are you sick of uh, bullshitting with uh, guys like us <laughs> on the job every day? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying you to say? You guys are like. You guys are like teenage girls. Come on. Uh, I will 100% agree with you. (laughs) Totally true. I have never known the drama until I worked on a on a full scale construction job and it was right. like holy shit the this building is, side. oh my god it's terrible I'm like how do you how do you do this it's true yeah, it's pretty I raised a teenage daughter I know exactly how it yeah, is I'm not gonna work with him you have to put me with someone else you're a grown ass man get your yeah. ass down there and pick up your shovel and quit bitching yep. <laughs> uh, I would hear like like Bob and Joe are in the elevator, just being best friends. Joe leaves the elevator and Bob's like, what a dick. I, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going yeah. out for beers after work. What the hell? Yeah, it's yeah, it's unbelievable. So, <laughs> it is real. So how did you get involved with all of these organizations? So just, I guess, because when I got the passion for it and Tradesman Building Bridges started because I picked up a flyer at that first conference. And it said, go to India with a delegation of tradesmen. So I came home and I told my husband, I think I might want to do this. And so I did. India. Yeah, India would (laughs) not have been my first choice. Well, the reason is is because um, our research, well, she's not a researcher anymore. She just retired. So sad. Well, she was. Uh, Yeah, she was our researcher and she did a Fulbright scholarship to do a comparison between the two. Because India, they have about forty percent women in the construction industry. Really? And really? Here, yeah. And here we only have three. Yeah. Well, it's no. closer to four now. And they, they're most of their construction workers are migrant. They're paid shit. There's no safety. It's just. I was going to say, yeah, going going to India, you know, I've watched enough on Instagram. I'm like, gosh, it scares me watching some of their destruction activities going on. Yeah. And then you wash your dishes in the gutters, you know. Yes. Yeah. So those people are migrant workers. So the wives go with the husbands and they just end up on the job sites and they're doing grunt work. They're never afforded skills. Mm -hmm. We're here, you know, that's been the union trades because that's what we usually talk about because that's most of us are mm-hmm. is you know you're skilled you go to you go to training you get skilled in your profession and you go to your job so we're all skilled but there's still only three percent of us yeah well so and, and let's be totally study. honest about the industry for a lot of crews you go through your training you get on the job and then you get put in an off-road truck or on a roller <laughs> because you don't know anything are you talking about a woman Yes, as a female. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> let's let's call the industry for <laughs> what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean, I even had a conversation with a woman today about the, that exact thing. She got called out to go to work on a piece of equipment, got to work. The boss saw she was a woman, put her on a different piece of equipment. Yeah, such bullshit. That he it thought she bullshit. could handle. Uh, yeah, that's, that's lawsuit territory in my mind. Like, give me a break. Could you be more obvious with the sexism? Right. Yeah. <sighs> 
thank God. I'm going to show this to everybody. Dude, we see it. We see it. We, yeah, see it. we, we talk about yeah, it. We, it's, that drives that's, us that's nuts, why, too. It's been one of our biggest things like, since we started. is like, you know, what? how can we get a woman on this? And also, we had a woman on... And then it just it spiraled, and we've had what like ten on now, and yeah, we've had uh, a fair amount. And they're they blow us out of the water, like just this mind blown by what they do, what they've done, what they've gone through to get to the places where they're at now, and how much more superior they're than most of the men that we have, you know, well, worked and yet, around. And all of so you have so the exact same story, where it's I have this skill set that no one's utilizing, and I'm constantly getting stuck in a hot a haul truck or a roller. And oh, I will run circles around anybody in a haul truck. Yeah, I can back up in second or third gear and between Ooh, two inches boy. of space and not and not hit anything. I mean, now be careful. I there. <laughs> tomorrow she's going to so text tomorrow, us. Kelly. So I <laughs> fucked up my boss's a truck. Yeah, <laughs> fourth and, gear and I'm not, reverse. But I'm not a, right, I'm not a cowboy, so I don't. I don't, I don't fuck you around. Don't have to show it off. Shit. Yeah. But it's hard. It's hard to like the tradeswoman stuff. It's hard to champion for women to be in the construction industry without changing this construction industry. Correct. So I don't. I don't know what's going to come first, that chicken or egg. But something's going to have to break. Yeah, yeah. I, I do feel like, and we've primarily been talking about it from a, a recruitment standpoint. But but in other aspects of the industry, I do feel like the trades. Are, are kind of in a bit of an evolutionary phase right now. Uh, for a long time, it was always business as usual. And I think the trades are slowly having to address, and, and they're doing it kicking and screaming, but they're having to address that times have changed. And overall, in general, you can't treat people the way the trades have been treating people. But, Correct. But specifically women. Women, yeah. It's like you have to stop treating women this way and you have to recognize they are valuable tradesmen just like or their male counterparts. Or you're going to lose your industry. Oh, you it, will, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And we've already lost our industry uh, in some sense and now we're sitting here, I think it's already too late, but we're trying, we're digging, we're trying to build it back up. Yeah. I'm the average age of construction worker and I have seven years left. Yeah. Eight yes. years left. Yeah. Isn't that scary? Mm-hmm. Eight like, years I, from I know now. a handful. Ten years from now, it'll be bad. I know a yes. handful of, you know, journeymen that from all different trades that, you know, I worked with as a superintendent, they worked on my jobs and once COVID hit, you know, they were already ready. You know, they were already at that time able to retire, mm-hmm. but they kept on getting pulled back and pulled back and pulled back because there was nobody to replace them on jobs. And once COVID hit, they were just like, you know what? I'm done. I'm down. And yeah. that that's probably like 40 guys that I knew just went poof. Because they're done dealing with the bullshit and, you know, there was nobody there that was, you know, of their stature to replace them by probably 10 years. Yep. It was crazy. And they're not, and we're not training, in my opinion, we're not training those coming in like we should. Correct. Yes. We don't even talk to the the kids that are coming in like we should. And that's, that's one of my personal beefs with the industry is Everyone, everyone in this industry, especially in a foreman superintendent role, the new generation and worth of shit, they don't want to work. Every single one of them. And then you look at how they treat the kids when they're on the job. They come in totally green. They don't have any knowledge. And you spend the first three, four days just screaming your ass off at them. It pushes people out. It pushes people out and they throw their hands up and go, see, I told you, they just don't want to work. They're soft. You know, it's like, well, yeah, they may be, but you know, it's just, there's a way to approach people and their way to not approach people. Yes. But we all don't have to. So what, what kind of special tactics are you guys using to 
pump up women to get into the trades? Well, I can tell you there are four different um, areas. So Portland, Seattle, Boston, and um, there's one in Canada. That they're four, okay. these, Those four case studies we took to London with us. And they are reaching um, about 10% women in their areas. Wow. And they're doing that by having multi-stakeholder collaborations. So, like, they take the unions, the contractors, the government, you know, people that, I mean, just anybody, Mm -hmm. the community, everybody and anybody. And they have these conversations about what are we going to do to break the barriers to women in construction? Yes. And so, when you get all those entities together and you start with low-hanging fruit, so those people who are like you guys are interested in making it better Mm -hmm. and you get those people together and you start planning and then whatever you find that works. So like there's a program called rise up. That's a respectful workplace that um, Seattle and Oregon are using. I think Boston's actually using now too, but I mean, you people just come up with these, these great ideas and these collaborations just have been working and you have access and accountability. So you have to have access to the women, but then you have to be accountable for their work hours. Yes. Yeah. Because if you're not, keeping track of where your women are and <laughs> yeah, you're going to lose them. Yeah. Boy, that nope. sounded very 40, 50s of you. <laughs> 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 well, oh, yes. that was great. Now, Put that into work now, hours. Have you guys <laughs> yeah. ever like thought of like stepping out of that you know realm of just trying, you know, cause you guys are a superpower for the women, but at the same time, do you ever think of like pairing up with the men, you know, of the people that are pushing it to be a giant collaboration because you can reach more powers and you can reach the the men and kind of get them on the same page that, yes, we do need women in this to help it. So it's not just like a, I guess, a Me Too movement, you know, and I don't want to say yeah. it in a bad way, but, you know, no. it kind of, you know, make it as a collaboration between everybody that we all need to get, you know, pumped about the trades and, you know, women especially, but like also men too, and then teach the men to work with the women so that we're not having this headbutting. Kelly, know. I think you just found your newest cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking forgot my palms up. up in my oh, I totally did palm hands when you did that. Um, and I was not a cheerleader. Neither um, am I. <laughs> well, I am for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, actually, so small we got a small stormware and and if we aren't getting more women in we're it, i mean you got to focus on something yeah and i mean i believe these multi-stakeholder collaborations will work to you know grow the industry yeah. in general yeah because somebody here's you're working for something good for the industry correct so why would it not grow the industry in general mm-hmm. yeah um yeah i mean it could be, it could grow itself into something. I, bigger, I just, but. I just look at it. Wait, like, like I'm 100% bored, but I know so many hard headed guys that, you know, they hear about all oh, the, you know, building bridges for women or something. You know, I'm just saying like using that as an example, a bunch of women, that, like, you know, a bunch of, I, I don't even know the word. Just like, uh, <laughs> he's trying real hard yeah, to, to not make a, a PC, sexual. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Not but, you know what I mean? we're, like, we're a men bashing club. Yes, yes. correct. Oh, we correct. do that. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Oh, yeah. We do I mean, that. Hey, but we do it too to ourselves. But, we, right. You know. Oh, I know. You're, 13, you're like 13, you're yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, so we. You need to <laughs> stop trying to keep are, it PC. She's happy to I know, I don't you. know why. I'm like, we're not, on, we're not on the dealer lowdown. I'm like. <laughs> I've been in the construction industry for 25 years. My dad's a, re- a retired IBEW member. My husband's right. an iron worker, for God's sake. Nice. Dude, so, you gotta hook him, hook, 
<laughs> hook us up with him. We need yeah. an iron worker on here. We or do need not an a iron talker? worker. Um, he's, he's not going to like that I say this. He's an iron worker, but he erects and dismantles tire cranes for a living. That's fucking awesome. That would be cool. Are you kidding but me? He's, but he's not as outgoing as me. All right. Well, d- I don't know he's got to have some insiders. So like some crazy ass dudes that are being your biggest that he cheerleader. Steer away. To now he, he wants to get the woman off of here and get the man. Or do you know any women <laughs> iron workers that you throw away? I don't care. We just need iron oh, workers. Yeah. It's such oh, a cool yeah. industry. And we like, I know three thousand women. I'm gonna meet yeah. with them. Oh, in send every, them over. Every single iron worker I met, they're just like, yeah, I don't want to talk on the radio. Yeah, we are. We are desperately trying to get iron workers on here. But they're so pumped and they love listening to us. But I'm like, dude find somebody but they're all like i don't know they're they're they just like they're not chatty people yeah they're not chatty i guess oh i can get you some women iron workers well, I mean, the, le- the, the, the chair of the naptu women's committee is a, an iron worker fuck yeah so we she will was. coordinate after the stops. podcast because it occurs to me yeah. that we are actually in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. We are. <laughs> Here we are just coordinating our yeah. next podcast. Which is great. <laughs> I can what? hook you up. That's but so no, we th- I, I applaud you guys for what you're what you as a whole are doing, you know, trying to promote women to get into it. It's, it's amazing, you know. It's, it's a big I mean, it's, it's a big movement. A need. There's and a I think definite it's need. already way too late, but I think it's We're you know it's it's there's a time and time is now i think so i think it's i think we're seeing more in that direction for sure Mm -hmm. so so talk us through because you've been in the industry a while talk Mm -hmm. us through some of the hardships that you've had to face as a female not not as a male telling telling it on your behalf but you as a female what have you actually dealt with um work hours is a hard one um, in, I know for sense, a fact. Is that because well, you I know have for kids? A fact that no, my no, because my parents watched my kid. And I didn't have right. any. I didn't have any issues with charge. That is an issue for women, but my but the fact that you know if they're going to work three pieces of equipment tomorrow and not the trucks or the skid steer or the roller or whatever, you know, I'm at home. Yep, I got so, you. So, and that's not just the company i'm with now it's everybody's cool yeah it's, yeah it's just the industry yeah typically the woman is the you know the last one hired the first one laid off yeah um we're never core crew which is one of the things that those four case studies are actually working to try to Change. make those companies have a woman on their core crew yeah which sounds horrible you should have three women on your core crew. Yeah. <laughs> but whoa, whoa, whoa. Calm your... Now I you're stepping on my toes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be laid off. <laughs> exactly. Neither do I. Uh, except yeah. I want to go to Florida next week. Um, <laughs> but it, it's just... It's hard to... I don't know. I've had all the you know, sexist jokes and you know, whatever men have to say. I... Um, but it, I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. can tell you that my pension isn't going to be near as good as a lot of the white swinging dicks that are working next to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my. You know what? You are in a safe space. Yeah. We are not. We will not be offended. We're, we're in, in the nest. <laughs> <laughs> It's usually how I refer to it in front of my girlfriends or my tradesmen friends and my husband. 
but as the swinging dicks doesn't get out. Yeah, white swinging dicks. You know what? That's that's okay because we also refer to them as the swinging dicks because there's a lot of them out there. And yeah, yeah. But I know, I just know that my pension <laughs> is is lacking compared to theirs, and I didn't realize that until about five years. I went, well, fuck. Yeah, I'm still gonna retire when I'm 57, but. It's not going to be the same retirement as this, the guy that's next to me who retires at 57. Yeah, yeah, and that's purely because of the hours that the you, hours you put into the mm-hmm. hours he's worked. Wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't even really like, wrap my head Maybe you that. should just get better at your job. Yeah, or stop going to <laughs> fucking know, Florida and uh, you know <laughs> India and stuff. Like, Focus on your job, I your know. hours. So, <laughs> so how when have you gotten in with a foreman or superintendent that really... Well, let's let's really take it to the full. Over your career, have you ever worked for a foreman or superintendent that you feel Glorified, fully appreciates yeah. you as a person, not just as oh, you're pretty good for a girl? We lost her. Did we? Lose her? <laughs> no. no. Okay, that scared me there for um, a second. Boom. No. So <laughs> my boss right now is pretty badass. However, and I think we kind of have a understanding. He mentioned that work might be able to let me go to Florida next week. And I'm like, so can I go to Florida next week? Gotcha. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, that's not a problem. Gotcha. So it's that there's a give and take when it's with this boss. But he's he's going to work me and he's going to I'm going to get my pension credit this year. And I'm going to, you know, he. And I think he appreciates how good I am on a piece of equipment. Or All I right. wouldn't be on his crew. He's he's probably one of the best bosses this company's ever had. All right. And he knows his shit. Yeah. And he wouldn't have me around if again he's and again a smart and again. Man. So now yeah. I, I do notice in a lot of these answers there's a lot of pauses and hesitations <laughs> as if there's some reluctance to say what you really feel. And, and and to and to cut Remember, him some in slack in this, yes, you're you're oh, in the, we're in the safe the, the the tree of safety or the tree net. So, do you feel like? And it's I I would be happy to hear the answer be no because I do I do think the industry needs to acknowledge that we're not even remotely close to being on the verge of solving this problem. We're we're still very much in the midst of this problem of we're just treating women differently. To figure it out, and so. Uh, to give your boss an out on your behalf. Would he ever put me in a truck loading or put it, put me in an excavator loading trucks? No. Why do you think that is because he doesn't think you're capable or do you think it's because of the stigma of the industry? What do you think drives that decision? Um, yes, I, I, I want to believe that it's, he's already got his guys for that. Yeah, yeah, because he has he has, his, and, and there his is guys. that. I will say, yeah. as a dirt guy, that there why, is yeah. there is why, some why truth fix to something that. that's not broken. Yeah, I'm not going to throw yeah. you in the seat just because you're a female. Yes. I get that. Yeah, but now on but, this other job, I ran the dozer with GPS. I you know I ran an, an excavator, you know, cleaning shit up with a around the curbs. I, you know, I've done some other stuff, but. We already have our guys that do that other stuff. Yeah. Would I love to get in a GPS Dover and knock down fill and and clean up around the job site like the other guys? Hell yeah, I would. We well, already have those guys. So let's couch it another. And they're way. badass. 
if one of those guys were to quit or or get laid off or or take off down the road, do you think he would give you a fair the chance at that seat? Or do you think he would pass it off to another male? And, and again, I do want to reiterate, we're not here to throw your boss under the bus. This is not what this is about. It's more of... Fix the issue. It, well, it's, it's acknowledging that there's still problems in the industry, even though, yeah, I work for a, a pretty good crew. Yeah, it's a really good crew, but... But you're still throwing all of these caveats into it. I think we really need to full on acknowledge that, like, yes, there's still a problem here. There's still a problem. And in my heart, I would hope that he would give me the chance. But in my head, I would think, no, he's got another guy. Gotcha. That he'd pull over from somewhere else. Gotcha. <laughs> it's just is what it is. And, and so when you're on a job as a female and I'm legitimately asking these questions because I, you know, I know this shocks everyone, but I am not a female and I don't know what your experience is. Is this something that you kind of just have in the back of your head every day that, that there's just, just these subtle things going on or is it more of this is what life is. And just every once in a while, there's some big thing that kind of reminds you that this is what the world is. All of it. I, We'll sit at work and think about what the bullshit is. I mean, every now and then something really blatant hits me and it really pisses me off. Um, But all of it. I mean, really, you just sit there. You try to sit there every day and just make your money. I mean, Mm -hmm. you make badass money. And, you know, you drive when you're articulating dump truck. Around yep. to the hoe hand and he loads you and then back to the dozer and you knock it down and you just do your circles all day long and you sit <laughs> yeah. there and go what the hell this is great <laughs> yeah, this is great this is great but then but then you get in a position when things change a little bit and the equipment moves a little bit and then you're stuck on a roller yeah you're never <laughs> you're given the like, same oh, opportunity no. that your male counterparts are um not necessarily, no. I would say no. I would say for most women, it's no. Yeah. I mean, I've heard you talk to a couple other women who've got some pretty awesome opportunities. And I know a couple of them. Yeah. But only a couple. I was going to say I'm that's not... 3,000 women in, in October. Yes. And I only know a couple of them. That uh, I was about to say it is nowhere near the majority. I would 100% <laughs> agree with you on that. So, and I wouldn't even say there's a majority of women. Yeah. <laughs> 3% yeah. is nothing. No. Yeah. You could throw us in the trash though. and not know we were gone. Right, right. <laughs> I'm laughing with you, not at you. I know, I, I get it's it. It's so bad. And it's, so, it's horribly Let me ask laughable. you this. Have you ever had a, a non-confrontational, more educational discussion with your boss about this? Would you feel... Well, then you're the problem. Exactly. I know, Damn right? it. There's our out. It's not so, us. We're hanging up. We right. figured it out. My, my Stop being a girl actually, about it. Become a man about it and grab the bull by the horns. So I'll tell you, my contractor paid for me for a week while I was in India. And they also are in London. And then they paid... I went on a logistic trips in February. They paid for that week also. Okay. So they know I went and they know why I went and they, they want to have a conversation with me, you know, at some point about what I learned. Mm-hmm. But the funny thing is, is that I planned all of the logistics for this trip. I, I am a co-founder of the organization 
that had this event. Yeah. I already know all of that stuff. Yeah. I could have told you that before in you went December last year. Yeah. You could, they could have saved their money. Yeah. And I had a conversation with my boss about, about before I left, kind of, it was a small conversation, very short about how, um, we want to recruit, retain women in the construction industry. Mm-hmm. And the conversation we had went to, well, the, we need to work on what the DOT has got going on here. When we have apprentices on job sites, we have to hire minorities and we have to so put those minorities the- in the seat for the hours, working hours on the DOT jobs. And I really want to get this white swinging dick in <laughs> Yeah. And I just went, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> like it totally and went so, from like uh, a total race car, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, so I, I went, I went, well, you've hired me back time and time again. Mm-hmm. So that I must, I mean, you're okay with me being a minority on the job. Yeah. And he really didn't have an answer for that. Yeah, and I said, yeah. why don't you just train the minorities to be as good to work on your crew? So they're not minorities. And he kind of, well, so, right. Well, yeah. So they're operators. Yeah. And you, they're worthwhile and you just keep them. Yes. That always annoyed me. And then it works out for everybody. It always me to a full extent. People complaining about that. Like when we got city work and stuff like that and you had to hit so many, you know, status quo, you know, numbers. And it was like, yeah. And then they put those people in, like they didn't hire, like they had every opportunity to hire you know, that ethnicity in a professional level, but then they just didn't, they just hired the, the labor so that there's a hundred laborers, you know, and they just stood around and then everyone complains about it. And it's like, we're not learning. They're not teaching anybody. They're not putting any, you're not fixing the problem. You're You're creating a problem, Yeah, you know, so that everybody has that mentality that, Oh, they're just here to fill a position, but not do anything is like, uh, no, they, they want to do something, but you won't give them the opportunity, you know, on any level. So I do have a a thought with where we are in the trades. You're uh, sitting down, right? (laughs) Yeah. This one's going to be, this is going to be a good one. Um, Just with where we are in the trades, we are in kind of this, uh, transition transitional period where we're kind of going from old school to new school and, and the industry's evolving. And one of those is, you know, women in the workplace and it's created these weird dynamics. And, and I was talking with someone the other night about it to where, um, you know, you, you never know as a male, especially as a white male, where you're going to step in it. And, and an example of that is I could see the argument and I'm not, I'm not legitimizing it, but I could see the argument of, I'm not going to, put you as a female in that key operator seat because if you're not good at it then I've set myself up that I have to have the conversation with you that I have to pull you out of that seat and mm-hmm. my fear is you're going to say it's because I'm a female and now I'm in a situation where I'm forced to keep you in that seat so that I don't get involved in a lawsuit or I don't get in trouble or yeah or I get why fired can't, why can't people have conversations with other people like hey yeah. I really want to give you the opportunity but I got to have production on the machine so I'm going to give you the opportunity 
Yeah, and if you don't hit but that, that's the way yeah, that's how it should be. It should be that way. You set a bar, will, you got to hit that yeah. bar, and if you don't, then we got to. It's it's like it's like being no, a baseball you pitcher. You're not fucking not doing. So you're not performing. Get out. Go to the bullpen. You know what I mean? It's just the same thing. But yeah, they they go in circles around it because it gets awkward yeah, for like some fucking wanna, reason. It, yeah, you just. I mean, can't you have a conversation with someone? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, communication is key to every relationship. It is right? so absolutely, absolutely. Well, and construction is is so good at communication. I mean, am I right? We're the best. We, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, you know, it's you know, my I excavator loaded rock on me today, and I'm like, I'm I would have to say, like, like, going oh, back in know. time, all the jobs that I had that were ran by women were the best flowing fucking jobs in the world. And time and I say and shit. I say that time and time again. It's like shit just got done when you said something. It got done. It was to a point. You know, there's no beating around the bush. And it was just it. It was like there's a superwoman there, or superpower. And it's like what just happened? It's like oh yeah, A, B, and C were running the job. That's why. And then well, the you next guys job- can take offense to this, but you guys suck at multitasking. Oh well, I was I just about disagree. to say that's part of the reason why females are so good at those sort of roles is because they can multitask. Like shit, right I'm yeah. not allowed to chew gum and talk in the microphone because I'll forget to do one or the other. It's just or I'll fall over right? or some shit. You know, <laughs> it's true. It's and true. So how many hats did I say I wore? I, we forgot already because we it was were like six. Exactly. I, think I was, was trying six. to play with the sound effects, and I think so it was six. my inability to multitask didn't let me listen to all of those. <laughs> so the six, I think it was five, but six would be being a mom and a wife, right? Yeah. And a grandma. And a grandma. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's so how many were we up to? I've already forgotten. <laughs> yeah. 10, 12, 15. 13, yeah. And yeah, there's probably so many that you haven't even talked about yet. So, so let's, sure. instead of... <laughs> The men in the room trying to explain how we should solve this problem from a female's perspective. So how anyway, that's can, how work. can the industry continue to improve in this area? And what are some of the things that we as you know, if there's foremen or superintendents that listen to this, what are some day to day things that they can implement to, to help start to move the needle? Um, and don't get dormant on us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can't so go you, radio no, silent. You, you right. You. The accountability for the hours, work hours, just make sure that your women are actually working, that you're you're taking care of them the way they need to be taken care of. Yeah, I know we're all moms and we have all these hats we have to wear, but we still need to have a career that yeah. will afford for us. Yeah. Um, the iron workers actually have an initiative that's called Be That One Guy. Huh. You can look it up and it, it's, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or man or, or whatever, but if you see something that's bullshit, say it, tell the person, listen, dude, I think it should be, be that one person. So it doesn't single anybody out. Right. Uh, yeah. Are you trying to go like the, the non-sexist PC, route there? Yeah. Matt's always um, here to catch us with the right? PC statements. No, I really, yeah. I, and I don't know if the, be that one guy is just in a, a general term for because I, I like all my guys, but yeah. or if there's an actual reason for it, yeah. I'm not an iron worker. No. Not fair. Um, but I know it's an, I know it's about oh, we had these guys on one of my stupid building jobs that always <laughs> like to poke. I mean, they yeah. would literally walk around and poke everybody, not not yeah. physically, but with their work. Yep, absolutely. Just, we all know them. They're all in the I trades. Mean, they, they have tiny. Can I just say they were you know what? concrete. Yes. Der Wiener they schnitzels. Were, <laughs> yes. It's a very long word for dick. <laughs> um, 
But mine's funnier to say. Yeah. The weenus thistle. Yeah. And but they were they were they were bullheaded concrete hands. They were just laborers that had a chip on their I shoulder. Think they had, I don't think they had anything going for them except for the fact that they knew how to pour concrete. Yes. Yep. And and people like I mean There's something they would to be just said do it to about everybody. Placing concrete. Yeah. <laughs> but you don't have to be a giant Dervener schnitzel doing no, no, it. No. 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 You really don't. There you go. I usually you sing really songs don't. and but, but nobody said anything. My heels when yeah. I'm pouring concrete. And even their foreman and the superintendent would just let him do it. Yeah. And I called one of them. I, one of them one day I said, I said, would you quit being an ass? And my superintendent came to me and said, I heard your call and so-and-so names. And I go, well, actually, <laughs> like, what has he been doing for the last freaking 24 hours? Names. And I said, I said, well, if they told you that both, I called both of them names. I didn't. I just called one of them a name and he was being an ass. So I called him an ass. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, and, that's another tattled. fun about part about being they an elevator operator. On you. When yeah, everybody you, goes just, tattles on you. Yeah, just when you enough. tell that story, if you tattle on somebody she that you called me an ass. Yeah, that's like <laughs> in terms of like getting a swirly up. in the freaking porta yeah, giant. You're not dunked in third upside down. grade. You're on a fucking trades yeah. job. Yeah. God, you'd that, be the first to go. Well, and I do love it. It's the Snitches biggest get stitches. Well, it's the biggest dicks on the job that are the little crybabies that go and and tattle when their feelings get hurt. They're the bullies of the high school world. Yeah. Yep. When I met one of them on my dirt job, he was actually working for the pipe crew. So he got laid off from that job. Ooh. And he came up here and was, well, what are you doing out here? <laughs> Get away you from know, your ass. Working, right. for, <laughs> working for Clarkson operating equipment. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I thought all you could do was run an elevator because your husband worked for the same company. Ooh, <laughs> and man, I've been in is... this industry well before I met my husband. And I'll be it's a bold strategy. Let's see if it pays off for him. <laughs> Did you meet your husband in the elevator? Uh, yeah. Nice. Did you really? <laughs> he, yes, he erects and dismantles tower cranes and hoists for the company. Yeah. That so he was one of my thirteen-year-old erecting <laughs> my tower crane. Yeah, in the elevator. My hoist, my hoist. Yeah. yeah. So how many? Yeah. So many, between your job and his job, how many? erection up and down jokes <laughs> went on that led to this relationship is i mean this is all of them this is a relationship where the foundation is puns right oh god the it whole is, world oh, is yeah, built down. around it and, 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 yes it is very definitely puns i'm uh, glad the i'm funny not drinking story tonight is, is that he would have business cards and before i don't think he has them anymore but they would say superintendent of erections <laughs> and dismantles the tower cranes for dot 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 that's that awesome yeah. amazing yeah but you always have to pause you have to pause I mean, there's no pause on the business card yeah exactly yeah but you can't not pause yeah well yeah you've got to let that you got to let the first Whoa. half sink in and yeah. then you deliver on the back half <laughs> yeah so exactly. so how did Pretty you guys that I walk us through that how did you get you guys obviously met with him you know going up to the job but how did that kind of evolve over time and tell us a bit about your your story there uh well so we met on the job obviously um i've been with the company for a year this is my i think it's my second job with them and he just, they had come out, his same crew does all the hoist and tire cranes. So they came out and same, same crazy crew. 
and he, uh, I don't know, it was something about the lumber they were going to do at the dock. I need to build <laughs> he had shelves. wood. Because they were just taking, <laughs> yeah, he had wood. And I was like, I, I had just Damn, thrown out there lumber. when they were taking it, right, when they were taking it apart, you know, hey, I get a couple pieces of that lumber. That'd be great. But it wasn't, it was just, yeah, it wasn't to him. It was just, because they were throwing it in the dumpster. Yeah. And I need shelves in my basement. <laughs> and so he randomly so he came over and gave me his one wood. day. <laughs> Matt is yeah, desperately no, trying to build shelves, <laughs> shelves for actually, you. Actually, he didn't get the wood. So Ooh, all right. I know. It was, it was a letdown. Um, but he texted me and goes, hey, this is Ross and I don't have your wood. <laughs> but if you want to go, you know, get a drink or some coffee sometime. We'll do that. And I told my daughter, I was like, I think I just got hit on. <laughs> and I did. Nice. You know, my name is Joe. Tender. If you ever find yourself in need of a giant erection, I am your man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> was nothing like it went, but you know, in my mind, that scenario plays out better though. Actually, in, <laughs> in my mind, minds, it does. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, in my mind, I'm I'm envisioning you're on that construction elevator. You come down to the floor. I just tell you that most women's minds don't work that way. Oh, see, see, I've got it all laid out. You you come down yeah. to the bottom floor. Shining armor. The, the gate rolls up, and this mist starts to roll in as the gate's <laughs> rising. And then the sun is glowing behind. There's Ross. Your, your I want to be on your yes. job site. <laughs> yes, and Ross has got this this nice curly mullet going on under his hard hat, and he just kind of. <laughs> You know, waves his head back and forth in the mullet, <laughs> and it was like all of a sudden your heart sped up. That's that's how I envision you guys meeting. And he forgot to take him that's to the top right. of the and building. He, and he had the oh. wood over his shoulder, yeah. so his bicep was bicep really showing. Ball. Absolutely, sweat everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, we nailed it, didn't we? That was exactly yeah. how it went down. That's exactly. That's Sounds like a construction down. site, like. Like novel, and so tell us again <laughs> through this conversation what draws you to the traits. <laughs> I love operating equipment. Yeah, right. yes, it has nothing to do I with the men in the industry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, do you know that if you go work on a dirt crew, you get to get on your piece of equipment and you get to go play with the dirt. Yes, yep. that's it. And a lot of times you, you don't even have to talk. Man. Yes, you don't have to talk to anyone. It's great. <laughs> Unless you're the loader hand, and then you have to talk to everyone, and you want to shut your phone off. Yeah. <laughs> now, going back, like, so what would be the best piece of advice given it to, you know, the women out there right now? <laughs> hey, you've got to rephrase. <laughs> well, um. uh, you know that would that are interested in getting in, but are afraid to make that that leap. What would you say would be the best piece of advice to give them to? Make Find a tradeswoman's organization in your area or in general and and find a mentor. Yeah. Yeah. Find, find uh, well, like Heartland Women in Trades here, there's probably eight to 10 really active members of us. You know, there's probably 30 that, that do stuff, but mm -hmm. eight or 10 of us that are really active. I mean, I can get a lot further where I'm at with having a sister on my side. All right. Yep. Then I, I mean, just like the sister that texted me today about 
getting called out for the well it, it led into a lot worse than just that one sexist thing that she didn't get on the piece of equipment she mm-hmm. was sent out for so we had a conversation about it and how to what what next steps would be who should she talk to um and then you know once you have someone to throw things back and forth at it's easier for you to deal with it yeah yes so to just know you're find not a mentor. Alone. yeah yeah Find a mentor. That would be, I mean, I thought you were going to stump me on that, but no, that was an easy one. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> so for yeah. someone thinking about getting into the trades, um, this this whole conversation, and it's not been intentional uh, to scare females away. It's been more to kind of acknowledge the issues in the industry. So for these females that may have heard this and might be a little nervous about getting into the trades, what would you what would you say to those females? It's not as bad when you do have a mentor. It's not as bad when yeah. you when there's someone else there guiding you. Yeah, they can um, call, talk to, relate to, send a text out. It's a badass job. Yeah, I mean, you make I make almost forty dollars an hour plus benefits. Yeah, forty dollars an hour is what I what's my check. Yeah, I get you know, medical insurance, a pension, I get a vacation check. <laughs> I mean, that vacation I mean, check is awesome too. When it rolls around. Yeah. Cause all of a sudden magic as long as money drops to, in your bank account. Yeah, you're like, as oh, long as you're smart enough day. to utilize this vacation. So I'm like, Oh, should I go use it to, <laughs> to know, pay my tax my bill? Back bill yeah. <laughs> well, you should, yeah, you should be able to, most people can't manage your money that well, but you should be able to, manage yeah. your money well enough that you and can on go top to of it, next you know being women in the trades you it's like a free dating site you know you just get there you no. meet guys like ross no. you know and get married that's no. true it's you say no. no but what happened no. kelly what happened <laughs> no. hey. be honest <laughs> no. right? you can uh, delete all you know tinder <laughs> yeah, and exactly. plenty of fish yeah. you just go to work and you can meet guys right. and you can meet, meet guys carrying their wood around all day long caring day long. loving you know men <laughs> yeah, just looking exactly. to have a beautiful conversation exactly what this whole conversation brought out <laughs> i'm sorry kelly we we came into this with with great intentions of being professional and it's just evolved you know, it, into liars. terrible jokes. But what you are doing is, is fucking phenomenal. You know, it's, it is. It's, it is. We don't. We don't mean to downplay it at we all. We even have to have these conversations. You know, at this time of age. But it's 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 the truth. You know. It yeah, it is, and it's. I mean, I wish more people were having these conversations. And maybe yes. that's what's going to help change it. Is that yeah. more people are going to have these conversations? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. going to have this conversation with. I mean, you're having a conversation with Kelly from Kansas. That's fucking awesome. I mean, and I was in London two weeks ago mm-hmm. having this conversation with yeah. all London's construction industry. Yeah. We met with apprenticeship programs, um, the government of Islington, the actual, we were, we had a, a meeting at the Houses of Parliament. We were the meeting. That's wow, pretty, that's Parliament. awesome. That's pretty special. You know? um, yeah. I mean, and we had these same conversations. And now you're on fucking sweat and grime having the same conversation. You have made it. They have nothing on us. You know, <laughs> We're in a yes. fucking toy room in you the basement of our... Most of Parliament listens to this show. If it yes. gives you any I idea. Imagine. Yeah. So, fucking boring. Which, by the way, back up for yeah, just well, a second. What was the goal of your trip over to London? And, and how did that go? Wait, um, so... I, 
actually it went it was epic that's awesome i've um, used that word since before we went but it was so we actually took those four case studies over to london and showed them how they could make their own multi-stakeholder collaborations gotcha and i so literally we went over there first of all for the holloway women's prison the historic women's prison the largest women's prison in Europe, it was shut down in 2016, and now it's going to be built into social housing. Hmm, One of the buildings is going to be a women's building. They just building. let all those crazy women onto the just streets. Out, just go! Oh you my know, god! They randomly That's... just stuck them in other prisons in oh, other right. places. Yeah, oh yeah. well, as long yes. as they kept them yeah. contained. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, those <laughs> suffragettes and and we got to keep them at three the percent of the workforce. <laughs> keep them locked up. There was a story here about a, a husband who's wife had a baby and she was mean to the baby and she was stuck in a mental hospital because of some postpartum stuff but this was back in you know the 40s and 50s and these people thought their grandma was was gone like she had passed away at birth with childbirth and she wasn't so she had just been done away with into the mental hospital. So, wow. so it's the same thing that this Holloway women's prison held these women whose husbands just thought their wives were crazy. This bitch is crazy. Get so her out of here. Please. Yes. <laughs> Fuck. That's how life used to work. That's and so nuts. a lot of these women were that. And they're all just it, <laughs> normal humans. But you know what? Now we just yes. say this bitch is crazy. Put yeah. her in a haul truck. <laughs> this yes, bitch is crazy. Just give her some. <laughs> Wouldn't that be better though? I mean, yeah. shit done. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Until she sees her so husband we and there. runs his ass over. <laughs> right. We went over there for that because they're going to build a women's building there, and that we went over to Champion for the apprentices to be women. All right. And I think we accomplished that. We'll, That's awesome. We'll I was going to say, like, how was the Democrat? Like, what is the ratio over there? When uh, women, 1%. Oh, God, they're way far. They're oh, worse yeah, than us. Oh, so we can. Way worse. So you're giving us permission to beat our chests and, and yeah. talk about how awesome we are so now. Yes. Oh, those yeah. sucky English no. people. But so you know, they do the same thing. You know, we want the, we want women to come in, but we can't find any women. Mm-hmm. Well, we went to these colleges where they, it's a little different. That's where they have their apprenticeship program. Yeah. Yeah. And they have all women cohorts. And construction apprenticeship programs. And we ha- saw four colleges that had women's, all women cohorts. Wow. So I don't know why they're not finding the women, but right, we connected yeah, right. those people. Yeah. One of the strange things is when we had that best practices workshop and we invited the industry in, we literally had um, the contractor that's going to build those women's buildings. The Islington is, which is where the women's prison's at, mm-hmm. and the developer, and randomly, everybody's just sent random wherever you need to, and these people didn't really know each other face-to-face. They all sat at the same table. <laughs> really? And so, through these best practices, we started a multi-stakeholder collaboration with the people that are actually going to do that project. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. So... Whether or not, you know, they all follow through, that's a whole other yes, construction sure, sure. ball of wax. But what they say and what they do are two different works. things. Yeah. So if as long as it gets the ball rolling somewhere. That's true. Yeah. So I think I think we totally accomplished what we set out to mm-hmm. do. And it was I mean, I can't even I'm still it's two weeks ago. It was out, fucking epic. I have no yes, it was epic. That's the only word I can come up 
and I can't, I haven't even sat my down and wrote my reflection. Yeah. Cause it's, there's just so much. Well, you wear so, too many hats. You gotta, you gotta find some time to wear the hat of just relaxing and journal. Now I do have to, I have to say, oh, <laughs> or diary, whatever. I feel like, well, no, I'm going to Florida and I said, I'm going to relaxing. Oh, are you yeah, gonna relax, or is it just gonna be a lot of wine, hanging out, woohooing at the beach? Is that what you guys doing? It, what is yeah. woohooing? Which woo-hoo. is very relaxing. You know, or, woo, woo, woo girls. Woo. Oh, well, there'll be some woohooing. <laughs> yeah, there's. So, that's what girls do when they get together. Woo. But, yeah, I just, have a, I have a great group of girlfriends, and we call ourselves the Island Girls. And we go to an island every year. We're going to North Captiva. Where's nice. that? Four, Fourteen of us. Wow. Um, is the island gonna be in one piece when you guys leave? Probably. Right. Where is that island? Do you guys have bets like who's going to be in jail? <laughs> who's no. going to be on Where probation? <laughs> what, no. What is this no. island called? It's North Captiva Island. Where's that at? You fly into Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. You drive through Sanibel. You drive through Captiva Island. Yep. And you catch a ferry and go to North Captiva Island. What's it's, on the island? 14 uh, crazy beaches. women. Apparently, yeah. Did you say beaches, beaches. or bitches? Yeah, it's not like you said bitches. <laughs> bitches at the beach. <laughs> bitches at the beach. And that's actually one of our phrases. One of our girlfriends was coming in as a group was going out, and she's like, back to the beach, bitches. Which which one had has a cricket and made all these uh, shirts for this week? <laughs> uh, I don't think the shirts. I don't know. I just plan to go today. Because so. you're women and women own <laughs> crickets. <laughs> Um, I'm just saying, the you gotta thing have. Is, is, is the picture that came up on my memory was from like six years ago was all of us in these bright pink shirts with flip flops on them. You know, they all match. Nice. Yeah. But I don't, so I don't you guys can find each shirts. other when you get lost, you know, that's yeah. It's kind of going to like a amusement park. You just dress yeah. all the same. <laughs> There's yeah, a- God, it's like, we're very much like kindergarten. Yes. Everybody gets a number. Single file Count line. Yes. See, you're you're proving right now with your vacation plans why females make better leaders than men. Because men are yes. just like, I don't know, fucking Larry's supposed Where to have the hell itinerary. Is he back? <laughs> Meanwhile, He's women the are guy like on the roof with a sunburn on the mattress. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yes. He's been passed out since 3 p.m. For a fun week. I'm jealous. And where do you, you know what? The baby? Ask if you can come, Matt. She no, seems like no. she's pretty open to to people. Not you I'm know, she's not sexist like we are. Beds and there's 14 of us. Well, sorry. I, I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, Kelly, yeah. what what is kind of in the future for you? Do you see yourself really uh, for the rest of your career focusing hardcore on the dirt stuff or? Do you kind of see yourself diverting over to focusing more on yeah the movement and and women in construction? Uh, well, Mama needs a job. Oh, mm-hmm. fair so, enough. <laughs> um, I kind of hope I work dirt for the rest of my career. Yeah, I mean, if somebody could pay me to do the tradeswoman stuff and pay my benefits and continue in the operators, then. I, I think that, you just but... need to start promoting yourself, you know, go st- knock on some doors and be like, hey, I'm the bitch that's going to make this move. Pay me. I think you well, should use that exact phraseology, too. I will tell you, <laughs> I will tell you, there is no way in hell I do this by myself. <laughs> no, but, and, and then I you look the behind you, you got 3,000 women the saying the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not, I'm the secretary of Heartland Women's Trades. So there's, we have a 
president, vice president, treasurer, you know. Nice. It's it's not, I don't do any of this by myself. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, and there's plenty of us that have passion for it. But it yeah. is a, it is an unpaid volunteer um, because it's in your heart. You do it. Yeah. Kind of feels like Thanks. what we're doing right now. I was about to say, yeah, that's podcast, the majority of what yeah. we're doing with the podcasting YouTube, too. Is, we fucking love it. <laughs> we do love it, but, yeah. but it's definitely a project of passion. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's something you can't, it's something you can't not do. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there was a I time agree. where I thought, I'm like, oh, there's a lull, you know, maybe I'll just back off. And then some sister says, got called out from the hall. And, and they gets you me pumped up. Equipment, and you're just like... That bit. Up. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> and then you're back into I think we all three have in. the same same mentality. You know, some days it's like ugh, dragging our asses in after work just to go talk to some amazing guests. But then once we get there here, it's like oh man, it's it's just amazing. You know what? We were supposed to yeah. keep that whole conversation between oh, ourselves, shit. Matt, and you totally outed us that yeah. that we you What, know, that I was amazing? Yes. Or <laughs> that's right. That's right. We, we're that's we're like we're like the sisterhood, you know. We pump each other up, you know, when we're down. So yeah, yeah. well, you you have to. Yeah. How do you not survive that way? Right. That's true. Exactly. It's the only way to survive. I had you know we what? I, had, I had another question. And it totally totally left me, and that's really going to irritate me. Come back. I know it was a really good question, and I totally just. It's gone. <laughs> Could have been that good. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm at a loss. So, you know what? Ask your question, Matt, because mine is totally so, yeah. gone. So, we know that you need to get off to Florida, but we can't let you leave without asking us one question. Matt, motherfucking talking question. If you could change anything, what would your dream job be? I already have an answer. So, she came my prepared. husband and I have... I did. I've, I've listened. My husband and I have done a, um, a lot of um, home remodels. Like my parents own six rental properties. One of the properties of the community we lived in, we remodeled it. Um, we do everything from the electrical to the plumbing to, I don't know, carpentry to sheetrock to putting in, I don't know, just tile, whatever. We yeah. just do it all. I don't do hardwood floors. I don't lay sheetrock. I don't finish sheetrock. And I don't do roofs. Or concrete, because fuck that shit. Yeah. Um, well, you keep adding to the list. At first, I was like, wow, she, she pretty does much everything. does everything. She just like, kicked everything. Well, it it, it turns out she, she fucking only nothing. does. <laughs> that's, what, can, that's what Ross comes in. I can do all of those things, <laughs> but it's way better to hire someone else. That, yeah, agreed. I mean, if you, if you don't finish sheetrock for a living... You oh, should, you, dude, you, you know what? Going back to sheetrock, so <laughs> when I was doing a mall down in uh, uh, Sarasota year, years ago, and to get a level five finish on this drywall, all of a sudden, this crew of like 20 women came in. And they were the only crew in all of Florida that could get a level five finish. What the hell is a level five a finish? A level five finish is like the skim coat, like the sheen. Like there is no imperfections in the the, the mudding. Like, Who rates this? Uh, yeah, right. I don't know. It, it's like a light <laughs> test and everything. Like you got to shine. It, a level five is just a most superior finish when it comes to drywall finishing. And what's and, the scale? Of course, they were women. Uh, you know, level level two or three is like just a normal like house. Like you know, and then like a four is like it's good, and then five is like you have a projector screen on it. You don't want to see any imperfections. Like so, do they, you go into the drywall place and you're like, sir? 
I would like a level five well, it's, finish. It's just please. How, how they're more detailed, <laughs> and you know they, they. I don't know. It was just weird seeing twenty women walk in with mud pants. And like, where the fuck do the guys go? It's like, oh, they can't do what we do. It's like, oh, do fuck yeah, do. yeah. Own it, Kelly. Uh, Come on, yeah. you got to say it. For say it. <laughs> and them working, it was like because you can't fucking do it, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> It's like watching okay. fucking, uh, what is the swimming, you know, uh, when the women swim and do up, you know, the acrobats. And oh, the, the what, what is that? Synchronized synchronized swimming. Swimming. It was like that. It was like, da, 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 da. It was like fuck, this is awesome. It was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty sweet. And badass. Yeah, and badass. So, yeah. But, uh, so, so you guys would, uh, would be like uh, chipping, to... uh, yeah, what, what uh, yeah. from fucking. Uh, I would like to take old rundown shitty houses that nobody's ever going to do anything with yeah. and remodel them and then sell them at a reduced price. Not like I don't want to run everybody up. I feel like everybody's doing that just to yeah. make extra cash. I'd like to be able to provide homes for people who can't afford yeah. fancy ass fucking house. All right. So I'm just, so you want to go into the suburbs all, of Kansas city and buy up, you know, buy a couple rundown houses in a not as privileged neighborhood and sell it back to them for a relatively good price, you know, good for you, good for them and yeah. get them started. Yeah. So yes. you want to do Habitat for Humanity? Um, yes. All right. I like but it. without Habitat for Humanity. Yes, I know. I'm, yes. Yes. Yeah, Boy, so I was going to say, that was I mean, an we awful tight kind of corner you were backing into Kelly there. Kelly Ross's. <laughs> House gifts. <laughs> House gifters. Yes. Yeah. I no, mean, that, that is amazing. You know, and I, I try to do like one or two projects a year, like just like out of the goodness of my heart to help, you know, families in need or whatever, you know. But yeah. it's generally a dog house. Yeah. <laughs> Dogs need houses. That's true. Yeah. That is true. See? Yeah. And he only does a level three finish on yes, those bitches. Yes. Fuck that level five. <laughs> I don't have the patience for that. Uh, it's funny somebody's yeah. gonna call me out like for the levels of drywall finishes i don't i just call it level five i don't fucking know why it's just a fucking superior finish oh, so, the level, so the level five wasn't even that's no, like it, a, no it's just level five but i like but what, is that an industry standard or is that just matt just calls it a no, level that's five a industry standard okay I, think. Right, I thought you were we'll, just we'll, made we'll, up we'll, the, we'll get I on Instagram or something. so well, shit. So in like uh, seven years, we're going to see you guys on HGTV flipping yeah. houses. Like what's that other the, couple that's out of like... Uh, there's out lots of, of other couples. What, they're out of uh, Salado or, or that's, Georgetown. That's Chip, and, uh, Chip and Joanne. Joanne. Chip yeah. and Joanne. Yeah. That Waco. They, but yeah, that's Waco, Texas. Yeah. yeah. But that's on a whole different level. That's not helping people. That's doing million dollar flips. So yeah. this, is, this is Ross and Kelly's erection... Foundation, right. yes. Right, foundation. We will erect you to the top. She will lift yes. you. HGTV is gonna love that. Yes, movie. they will be all over that. That'll be the the night night show <laughs> after hours uh, after eleven thirty <laughs> yes. midnight rehash. Yes, Ross and Kelly <laughs> pay per view. But anyways. <laughs> We're going to end on that note. Yeah. So, we get in so Kelly, thank you. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Uh, thank you for on. being on. We really do appreciate it. And and I hope everyone recognizes that Matt and I make jokes uh, just over the top in sarcasm because yeah. it is such a problem in the industry. We don't mean to make light of this at all. Do you want to do any plugs while you have a chance? Yeah, absolutely. Plug away. Um. 
go to Tradeswomen Build Nations in Las Vegas in October. Okay. Um, it's. Are you inviting us? We have to register, but I mean, it's wow. Open she advocates. pulled that it's back, open. Queen, didn't she? <laughs> yeah. That she was a totally very, know. very non-official build-up. Yeah. There's no men allowed. I'm very busy tradeswomen, so you <laughs> may see a glance of me going from one meeting to another. Um, but I will stop and say hi. Hell yeah! All right. Uh, you um, may have to put a get a booth there, set up sweat and grime at the. And can um, we call it white swinging dicks? <laughs> Everyone would know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Um, I would, I mean, listen to the tradeswomen, listen to your women. Yeah. I mean, if you want to plug, we're not dumb and weak. (laughs) Yeah. We're actually pretty smart. We're pretty good at what we do. Yeah. And if we, if we get to the point, if we're in the construction industry, I mean, we are, we want to be there. Yeah. I mean, half the guys that are in the construction industry, don't give a shit if they're there or not. Yeah. They just do it because it's what they're doing. You know, I just had it that way. I just had a total revelation as as we were talking there. So I was happy. You were, right? And you totally sparked a, a revelation to me. So, one of the things that drives the blue collar community at large nuts is the fact that the white collar community looks at us like we're dumb and we don't know things and we're useless. And yet, that is how most tradesmen treat females in the trades. I'd never put that together before. But yeah, those two dots That's just connected for me. Yeah, bro. like hallelujah. Yeah, my you, work here is done. Yes. Yeah. If you want to know how women in the trades feel, think about how the white collar world looks at the blue collar world, and that's a great, great analogy. Mm-hmm. Okay, there is a nice and tidy bow on this one, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Wrapped Until up. next time. So, by the way, what was the name of your organization? Kelly, one more Tra- time. Trades Women Building Bridges. And is there a website or anything that people can find that? Or uh, Instagram? What was that? Uh, I'm sorry. Tra- tradeswomenbuild.org. Okay. Um, we are Tradeswomen Building Bridges on Instagram. Tradeswomen Building Bridges. And then do you want to plug your LinkedIn. personal Instagram, Facebook, anything? No. Okay. She doesn't want us creeping on her later. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> I am very good at creeping on other people. I don't need people creeping on me. Okay. Fair enough. I, I would give you. What I do you think about our I profiles? Can... <laughs> very good. I don't have a clue. All I know is. Well, then Brian you're not that good at creeping. Message me, message me a messenger, and I didn't have to creep. That's right. true. Yeah. That is true. And and I went uh, about actually, it in a very I appropriate did... channel, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. I did Thank connect. You. With him because and and I, I'll just put a plug in for Mia. Mia's awesome because I helped Mia. I mentored Mia through her application process and getting into the construction industry. And I'm still she'll reach out and I'm still mentoring her. Yeah. Um. So she just got into the union last fall. Yeah. And. And that's why I do what I do. And then she said that I listened to this podcast or I listened to this YouTube thing. And I'm like, I don't know what that is, but then his name's Brian. And I'm like, okay, Brian. And 
She didn't mention Matt and... fucking Totten. No. Or Rick. Uh, no, because you were making cricket jokes. Sorry. <laughs> no. no. She didn't. Yeah, she Mia didn't. is is awesome. Mia, and I'm right there with you. Mia is the type of person that when I talk to individuals like that, it's like that is exactly why I do what I do. I like to be yeah. able to see the drive that she has, to see the potential she has in her future. And to be able to help her and, mm-hmm. and just kind of give her the boost that she needs and the confidence that she needs to go do what she's fully capable of doing. That yep. is awesome. Yep. Yeah. So literally we have a IUOE women is our Facebook page. It's close to women of the operating engineers over. But when she got in, I put her in there and she went out on her first job as an oiler and she's like, I'm going out green girls. What do I do? And she got probably 30 or 40 different women. Get yourself a bucket. Get yourself a putty knife. Get, get, you know, I mean, just over and over and over of what an oiler might need on a job site. That's I'm awesome. going to guess she went to work like a Boy Scout. You know, yeah, she was fully prepared. prepared. Yeah. Like, look at that newbie. She, you know, and you're like, and you, you know, you're like, well, how the hell does she know she's supposed to get all that shit? Because she had mentors. Yeah. I mean, mad props. That's awesome. And, and the cool thing is, is, is for people like me who go out of their way to find those mentors, um, it gives her a support system that she can fall back on because, and this isn't even just females. This is for males too, because this is a very yeah. hard industry to come into and you do get berated a lot. And even guys, as much as we hate to admit it as masculine men, like it sucks when you've had a hard day of getting your ass chewed the whole day and to be able to call someone and just vent and have them go look you're putting in your time this is what it looks like you're going to do fine sometimes that's all you need and and if you don't have that you're not going to make it or you're really having somebody stand behind you just rub your shoulders for a minute you know just it's yes you really took that (laughs) boy i just got uncomfortable for a minute Why? That I'm standing behind you and uh, giving you a back yeah, and, the, and the sensualness <laughs> that you had in your voice. Child's playroom. Yes. Good job, guys. <laughs> we well, made it. Well, thank you again, Kelly. We really do yeah, appreciate you being on. Thank you very on. much. Have a very safe and uh, enjoyable weekend or week oh. in Florida. Yeah, have a great time in Florida. Hopefully we yes. don't see you, you or hear of you on the Florida man going crazy. <laughs> yes. No Florida man stories, please. Right. So all the stories that come out of Florida. Yes, yes. exactly. Well, keep thank it there. You. Yes. Nice yes. Keep it in Florida. <laughs> well, thank yes. you everyone for listening. Happy. As did, What was that? I said, absolutely. Okay. All right. I just, I didn't know if there we was another comment coming. <laughs> But thank you guys all for listening. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, We do, as we've mentioned before, we have a Patreon account. If you go to Patreon and look up Sweat and Grime, uh, you can support the show. Find us on social media. We are everywhere. We're on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, all of it. We have a website, dieselandironproductions.com. And we also have three open sponsorships that we're trying to fill out of the many that we had. Absolutely. And and it is, if you are really looking to materially support the show, we do have three. And get your name out there. And get your name out there. We have three sponsorship opportunities available. Uh, Please reach out to us. We would love to talk to you. And that being said, you guys have a great week. We'll catch you guys on next episode of Sweat and Grime. Peace.